Welcome to Cosmic Channels. Open minds on cosmic lines. To call in to future episodes, the number is 1-833-703-0424. The show is recorded live the second and fourth Sunday of every month. Please subscribe to Alien Theorist Theorizing on YouTube to watch it live or patreon.com slash alien theorists podcast to watch on demand. The cosmic channels are open. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. And we are the Cosmic Channelers. <laughs> uh, taking all calls. Um, 1-833-703-0424. Uh, we want all your stories of weird cryptids, UFOs, aliens, ghosts, paranormal. Everything. Everything and anything. Everything and anything. Everything and anything. As long as you were awake <laughs> when it happened. Those of you no- new to the show... We're going to say hello. You're going to tell us who you are, where you're from. We're going to get rolling here with our first caller. Yeah. Fuck you, Fuck call, you us. call us. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Fuck you, I called. Uh, hey. <laughs> Name Guy knows how to follow hey. instructions. He knows Bye what's care. up. Yeah. Yes. Very good. Um, it's Henry from Northern California. Henry's back what's on the show. On, Henry? Hi there. Uh, I think my sister called in last time. She beat me to the line and she was definitely sauced up. She was and it beaking also you. seemed like a lot of people were sauced up last time. <laughs> we had a, might have had a couple so. of wobbly pops there. Hey. Yeah, it's, uh, you know what? It comes with the territory of Cosmic Channels. So Not we, a big deal. We take no fault. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I've got a great story. Uh, so I was sleeping and I had this dream. Uh-oh. I'm kidding. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, people making that joke don't understand how close Zell is. His finger at all times is hovering on the hang really button. F- one time, one time, someone's just gonna get disconnected. <laughs> boop, disconnected, deleted. <laughs> um, so my story is my sister kind of touched on it last time, but she was sauced up and didn't actually know the story. So I'll tell it the way it actually went down. I was, I believe, like 12 years old. Can you tell it, can you tell it faster than 25 minutes? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. She just kept going. She was, she was ragging on me, and she kept going. I was like, Bella, shut up. Get off the line. <laughs> um, that was all good. I love my sister. All right. <laughs> yeah, we do so too. I was having a friend over. I believe I was in seventh or eighth grade. So I was around, you know, 12 years old. And uh, he was sleeping on the ground uh, on a, in a sleeping bag, you like with a floor pad. And I was in my bed and he was pretty much parallel to my bed uh, lengthwise too. So he was pretty close to my bed on the ground just below me. And it was early morning and we had started talking, but we both weren't like completely, you know, like awake and like getting up to do anything yet. And he's talking to me and I'm looking down at him and we're just, you know, shooting the shit. And I, I shit you not, we, I, I probably closed my eyes for two or three seconds. You know, I might rub them or something. And he, when I open them up again, he is completely on the other side of the room like 
still in his sleeping bag, like laying flat. Teleported? And I'm like, yeah. And I tell him, I'm like, uh, Jose, what? how are you over there? And he's like, he opens his eyes because he, he was still, you know, kind of waking up too. He opens his eyes and he's like, what are you talking about? And he realizes he's on the opposite side of the fucking room. And there was no sound at all. Like his sleeping bag didn't ruffle at all. So like I totally would have heard him move across the room. And it was just like something had like straight up dragged him. And he said he didn't feel anything, but he was probably, he had moved probably a good like 10 feet to the opposite corner of the room. And he was, uh, yeah, yeah. Like he was still like, like he hadn't like changed position at all in his sleeping bag. He was like still motionless too. And he like opened his eyes and I opened my eyes and he looked at me and he's like, how did I get over here? And it really scared him because, you know, he was, he's like a little Mexican kid and his family was very uh, religious and Catholic. And, you know, he, he got scared so bad from that. Like he almost started crying. And wow. <laughs> that was one of the last times he stayed at my house it's because uh, he got paranormally activated. Yeah, well, so, yeah, that's my story. I don't blame him. I would never talk to you again. <laughs> Absolutely, sever all ties. <laughs> how, are, how are we? How are we sure it's something uh, demonic activity? Why isn't it? It could possibly be some kind of space time, localized space time distortion that it's he just kind of scary too. Which is all terrifying. Well, he didn't hear any sound. He a, didn't get dragged yeah. over there, so he just like displaced. Is more. It really sounds more like it. Just a like a quick little move over. Two timelines yeah, merged, maybe. and during that merge. In another timeline, he was actually slept 10 feet away. So there's, a, there's a light speed wormhole Bang. that just like shot through the earth, just like, like glitch in the matrix. Moved him. <laughs> That's wild. But no, so no marks, like nothing, no physical marks or anything on a sleeping bag or him or. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it especially scared him because he knew that we've had weird stuff go on in that house before. So he kind of immediately chalked it up and so did I too. Uh, that was not. You know, normal. That was something supernatural that happened, and he did not have a good time. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't see. Too I many mean, people he only has himself to blame. I mean, like he already knew about the weird stuff, and he decided to spend the night. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. Yeah. Awesome, Henry. Well, thanks. Right. Uh, thanks for calling back. Thank you. Talk to you later. My pleasure. Have a good night, boys. Yeah. Bye. Good night. Where'd you go, Henry? <sighs> He wrapped that up nice, nice quick. Nice six like story. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Demonic ghost creature or time or slip. Demonic space-time. Space-time continuum or, or, distortion. Yeah, you know, because like even you could say like... You know, I mean, that's how, that's how Nightcrawler abducted. works. When he teleports, he doesn't actually teleport. He teleports through the hell dimension and then moves and through it and then moves through space and time. It's dope. So oh, Nightcrawler grappling is what you're saying. Yeah. I like it. All right. Another caller. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hey, how's it going? We're doing well, brother. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, is it okay if I use a fake name? 100%. Jason Bourne? Awesome. I'm uh, Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. All right. We got Willie Nelson going. Willie Nelson. Nelson. How stoned are you? <laughs> Super stoned, man. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I'm actually just, I didn't Thanks think I'd better get on. And uh, I just was lighting a joint as you speak, as we speak. Can I finish lighting it? There we go. All right, thank you. Hold on. We encourage it. All right, what do you got for us tonight, Willie Nelson? <coughs> nice, nice. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, 
<clears throat> so this all happened in January 2014. <clears throat> I'm traveling to a job <clears throat> I was working on. <clears throat> Sorry, damn. <laughs> that joint hit well. <laughs> yeah, this isn't uh, the real Willie Nelson. <laughs> 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 no, I got everything slowing down. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, uh, it was outside of like uh, I was heading to like Albany, Georgia, to work on a project. So it's I'm outside of Montgomery. It's like late at night, and this is a really weird story, by the way. I'm not, you know, I've told people this before. Or you're at the right I'm, place, man. <laughs> Yeah, I listened to your guys' show, and I figured this was the right, you know, place to call just to give you guys some really good story here. Um, this really happened, though. But um, anyway, so I, I'm driving on the highway, and there's like this uh, state patrol officer. He's like pulled over to the this like abandoned gas station. Well, I don't know if you guys have been, you know, down really down south, South Alabama and stuff. There's a lot of like abandoned old gas stations on them highways and stuff. Creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look creepy. I've seen looks, horror movies. Yeah, it horror looks movie. like that Walking Dead. It really does. A lot of those right. gas stations yeah. do. Like, they're all boarded up and stuff. Well, anyways, so I pull in, and uh, I'm not from there, and I'm just, you know, driving, and there's like a storm coming in. And he told, I told, I asked him, I said, is this storm coming? I mean, is it going to hit here? So I need to get to him. He says, as long as you go back that way, you won't run into it. Because there's like uh, really strong winds and stuff. But it wasn't anything severe because it was like in January. But it was still, I didn't want to mess with it. So I just kind of chilled there. It was already late. Asked him if it was okay. He said it was. And I didn't make a big deal. So I smoked a joint after he left, you know. Threw my keys in the floorboard. Evidence is smoked up. I'm good to go, you know. So I'm just laying there enjoying myself in my back seat. Playing on my phone. And, uh, this is late. I mean, I couldn't sleep. I'm uncomfortable and uh, just kind of finally starts to doze off. Well, anyway, this is where it gets really weird and this is where it sounds retarded. Well, mind you, I am high, like always, and uh, I really can't put together certain situations when I wake up. Well, I woke up and I look up and there's like this car sitting there with the headlights on and this guy steps out to pop the hood. Well, this guy didn't look right, man. He looked like, uh, like a, a roided simple jack off tropic thunder oh, i'm shit. serious yeah well Jesus. here's the crazy part he had a, like a wife beater on and he had an extra joint he had an extra joint on his arm man it was the weirdest thing i ever seen and he, he, like, he had two elbows or something yeah but the other elbow was clo- like one elbow it had like the same like you would have a normal you know forearm and wrist and stuff well up there another elbow and then like you would add another eight to six inches and have another joint and this dude's like, Ugh. this is going to sound crazy, but he's going, ha, 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 the whole time. And he's lifting the hood, and then he, like, slams it. He gets in the car, and they sit there. And there's, like, a bunch of people, it looks like, in there, like, three or four people. And uh, they just drive off, and I'm just sitting there, like, what the fuck did, what the fuck did I just see, you know? <laughs> and uh, of eyes shit, man. That's terrible. wrong turn. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I was. That's what I was thinking. It was freaky, man. It just uh, it freaked me out. And uh, after that, um, I didn't stick around too much longer. After that, I, I, I kind of drove on. I kind of waited till they drove on a little bit further down the road before I started my truck and left. And uh, I don't know if they seen me or what it was. They didn't pay no mind to me. But it was the freakiest thing I seen. I was no more than like a. 
like I'm in a gas station parking lot, like off to the side of the road. Like I don't know how they couldn't see me, but it was it was pretty cool. They just drove off and scared the shit out of me, you know. <laughs> that's, that's fucking terrifying. Three joint, three jointed man stuff. Yeah, and it, the thing that it's it was laughing, I, it's the laughing manically. Yeah, the laughing. Yes, that's what I was about to say. The laughing is what I could hear it through my truck. It was so sarcastic. He wasn't acting normal, and it made me look like it was like staged or something, you know? Because uh, I got really paranoid, and as I was driving, I was like, "Dude, someone, those cops probably staged something to freak me out or something," you know? And <laughs> they, knew, uh, they knew you were smoking. Who knows? But no, he just he didn't walk normal. He didn't act normal. Just it didn't just seem super, right. The whole situation was super psychotic and demented. And I just like yeah, once yeah. I got out of there, I was driving. And uh, I just tried to put it behind me, but man, it screwed with me for a little bit. No doubt. I didn't know what was. Yeah, yeah it, it kind of messed with me a little bit, but that's my story on yeah. on something. I don't know. It's the most paranormal, screwed up thing that's ever happened to me, and it's. I don't know how to relate that to a lot of what you get called in there, but no, that I've is. Seen it and, that's a terrifying story. <laughs> like that. Absolutely. Yeah, he had. And he was seven foot tall, damn near it. I guarantee it. Jesus, that's a, yeah, yeah. That's the plot of a horror movie, and you got out just in time. Sounds yeah, like hundred percent. Well, you you saw the beginning of a horror movie. You just weren't in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I think honestly, weed saved my life because I didn't want to investigate. I was too lazy. I was so scared. I just sat there and you know covered up. And you know, I'm you know, not. Made- you know, I'm not ashamed. You know how many times weed saves people's lives and you don't hear about it? Situations like that, man. Nah, you're exactly. too, too yeah. stoned. You're too, you can't be bothered. Saved your life. Yes, for sure. Hey, uh, last thing, uh, shout out on um, like something I heard uh, about the superhuman that was like a part of history uh, that we kind of like all missed is like, uh, Daniel Douglas Holmes. You guys heard of that dude? I have not. Daniel Douglas Holmes. If you guys Maybe look him no, up, like it'll blow your mind the stuff he could do. Like this guy, like was completely skipped over in history for some reason. I don't know. I don't know anything about him and stuff. But when I looked him up, I was like mind blown. Daniel guy Douglas like Holmes. A, yeah, Scottish Holmes. Guy. Could levitate. Yeah, but he, oh, 1852 levitate. magician. Yeah. Yeah. Psychic, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, cool. We'll but he had science. He had scientists studying him, though. Like, I mean, like, how do you? And they, he was defying everything, and they just, I don't understand why no one made a big deal about it. Is he bullshit or is he not? Hmm. And that's what I don't understand. Like, if you look into all the facts about it, I can't figure it out if it's bullshit or not. Well, we'll uh, we'll write we'll, his we'll name get, down. We'll, we'll get, get Dan, Dan on, on it. Yeah. <laughs> Dan will deep deep dive it. I He'll just figured that one would be a cool one. I'd love to get high and listen to that one. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll put it on the list. We'll dig into it. All right, guys. Cool. Well, Willie Nelson out. You guys have a good show. All right. Cheers. Have a good night. Cheers, man. Bye. Bye. Seven foot tall, doubled, elbowed, crazy looking dude. Just steps out, starts laughing hysterically. It's terrifying. Yeah. Uncle Slam said in the chat, you don't get an extra arm joint without having at least one brother, daddy, or sister. Absolutely. <laughs> no kidding. All right. Another caller. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hello. Hello. I can't believe I'm on here. (laughs) Welcome to the show. What's your name? Where are you calling from? 
Hi, um, my name is Tina Wall, and I am calling from Orem, Utah, but I'm from a place called Eureka, Utah. Eureka. All right. Cool. Yeah. What do you got for us tonight? So, uh, I was calling about a possible skinwalker story. I'm not 100% sure because I was younger, but um, from what I remember, it kind of lines up. So Perfect. Um, anyways... So it starts with uh, me being in Eureka. I don't know if you guys know where Eureka's at. Probably not. Uh, it's uh, it's like a little mining town. It's an old historic, like, people think it's haunted and everything. It's on uh, the show Ghost Facers, I think. I can't remember. Ghost okay. Adventurers, sorry. Okay, yeah. <laughs> not the supernatural one. Anyways, so um, I was about 12 years old, and I used to sit out on my deck, and our town is only a mile long. Um, so you can kind of just see the whole entire town. Um, and there's an Elks Lodge uh, across from, from my house. It's just like this big building. And I was sitting there and I saw like an outline of a shadow. I didn't recognize it until I heard yelling. And I heard it yelling. It was in like a deep male voice. And it was like, help me, please, somebody, please help me. Like screaming like they were in trouble and I was only, I was pretty young. So I was scared and I didn't know what to do. So I just like looked around trying to find the voice. And I looked down by the Elks Lodge and there's like an alley by the Elks Lodge. And I could see like, it looked like a man cut out, but uh, like a man shadow, but I'm not sure. Like I, it, like it did, but I couldn't make it out very well, to be honest. Like it just looked like someone was standing there right. and I just got super, super, super scared. If they scared. needed help, why wouldn't they come more towards you, like into the light? They probably couldn't right away. Like, no, that's the thing. Is here's what it looked well, like. Unless so, they wanted you to come into the alley. That's what, so. I'm sitting on my deck, and I can see the alley, and I can see the Elks Lodge, and he's on the left side of the Elks Lodge in this little alley by our little general store, and he's not moving. He's just standing there, and he's just standing straight, and I can hear like, like someone is in trouble like screaming help me scream screaming and i was so surprised and i was just sitting on the roof of my deck and i ran downstairs to my mom and i was like mom someone's yelling by the elks lodge like someone needs help he needs help and she like opened the door and looked down there and i can't fully remember if i saw the shadow or not but i was like pointing in the area to be honest i was like just freaked out and young kidding and she just said, get inside. We'll just lock the doors and just stay inside. Don't worry about it. Stay, like, just go go to bed, basically. And she's lived in Eureka her whole life. Um, it's like a small mining town in the mountains. And so I'm kind of convinced it was a skinwalker just from, like, the mimicking. But I'm not 100% sure. I just know that I was completely terrified. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's kind of my story. It didn't follow you back and bang on the doors or tap on the windows or anything, did it? No, no, nothing. But I actually, I have heard, like, there's a couple other accounts of me hearing just, like, people screaming for help. And, like, I've driven around my town and, like, like, there's another instance that happened that I heard someone yelling and I was driving around trying to find, like, to see if anyone needed help or anything and I couldn't find anybody. Like, I just, I've, I've heard a lot of yelling up there and I wouldn't be surprised because, again, we live in an old mining town. It's like a bowl in the mountains and it's, a, it's tiny. So 
uh, there's not much civilization. So I don't know. It was just a complete, completely scary, crazy story that I've always remembered. And I can just like remember the fear and everything. It was crazy to no, me. So, no kidding. It yeah. seemed, like seemed like it did seem like trying to lure you or something. Yeah, it seemed like it was well, if it's trying. St- it's standing there like how like yeah, creepy, creepy for sure. Yeah, it seemed like it was definitely trying to like like anyone that it could anyone that could hear it. It wanted it to come like find it if that makes sense and. Is I there, don't know. It was. Com- I I don't know how I, I could describe it in a way that was as scary as it was in the moment. But is there like, any unsolved uh, missing person cases in your town or area? Oh, I am sure. I am so sure. Um, well, you guys, the last Cosmic Channels, you guys were talking about Dugway, and yep. <laughs> I. So that's a, not around Eureka, but I I've been to Dugway many times because our basketball team plays their basketball team and our bus would have to go through all their stops and stuff. Is and their my basketball actually, team like a bunch of like mutant dinosaurs? Cause we were talking about that. So <laughs> mutant dinosaurs. Yeah. They're from Dugway proofing grounds, a bunch of like, you know, radioactive yeah. mutants yeah, they, that they, they put in the cages. giant cages so, there, you know, something they like that. They weren't, they were no? definitely okay. not. They, uh, never mind. I can't say that cause that would be mean, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say they were definitely not that. <laughs> um, but I, I was uh, thinking about Dugway, and you guys were talking about how it's kind of creepy out there. Well, have you guys heard of Susan Powell? Yeah, Susan, Susan Powell. Powell. The name sounds familiar. So Susan Powell was a Susan woman Powell. who went missing. Uh, well, no, she didn't go missing. She allegedly was killed by like her husband, but they've never really proven it, and he killed the kids too and people think that she's somewhere out around Dugway or even like no it's like she's just out there somewhere and there's a bunch of missing people and there's a bunch of uh people that are thought to be in mines and stuff and like it's kind of crazy out there and uh, so there, there is some missing persons out there so it I mean Skinwalker's prime suspect yeah yeah I mean I would not be surprised to be honest so Right, I have sure. some pretty crazy stories. We'll make sure to call back and tell us another one if uh, if you have one or you experience another possible skinwalker. Okay, I definitely will. And I will try not to take up any more of you guys' this time. I know no. you guys got a lot of people. No, that was so. great. That was awesome. Thank you very much for it's the It's amazing to talk to you. I just, I wanted to say, like, you guys are awesome. And I listen to you all the time, every day. I'm a finished carpenter, so I have time mm, to just it. listen to podcasts. Oh, yeah, so. fellow <laughs> carpenter. Awesome. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, that's what we do. Oh for. yeah, that's me. What's your spe- <laughs> What's your specialty? Anyways, oh, uh, I do like uh, I just do finished carpentry, so like the trim and stuff. Uh, my dad owns the carpentry business, and so I work for <laughs> sounds him. Pretty familiar. That sounds very familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. It's a great. Yeah. That's Zell's origin story. <laughs> yeah, it's well. a great trade. Not a lot of people doing it. That's so funny. They'll, be, they'll be work forever. Yeah, that's kind of why I'm doing it. I actually. I wasn't originally going to do that. I went to school and then I came back and now I'm doing carpentry instead of using my degree. But that's another thing. Hey, so It's a good skill to learn. You yeah. can always switch careers again later if you want. That's kind of how I feel. I want to sure. build some skills. So, build yeah. some skills. All right. Thanks for the call. Thank you guys so much. Have a good day. Have yeah. a good night, I guess. Sorry. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Bye. Bye. Um, 
Someone sent us the pictures of those cages, like of those giant, like rig cages that you yeah, can where see they keep their base like, and their basketball images. team. And I was like, I looked at those and I was like, those are weird. What the hell is that? Like, what are what is that out there? Some giant just looks like a giant cage with lights up for a fucking They're just ultimate, a dinosaur cage. Well, this is pretty, no, it's pretty, dinosaur basketball dinosaurs. It's the um, Crushathon. Oh yeah, the crush, that's yeah. that's uh, that will be that's the finale. The hell, yeah. the hell in the cell. Yep. Hello? All right, let's bring another <laughs> caller on. <laughs> Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hey, how you doing, guys? Yeah, we're doing pretty good, brother. What's your name and where are you calling from? Oh well, yeah, my name is Andre. I'm out in uh, Massachusetts, out in New England there. Nice. Other side of the continent. A little, little bit of a journey. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, you guys are up there, like the BC, right? Isn't it? Yep. Most of us stands in Virginia, but. Hi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got a pretty, pretty cool little story here. I mean, uh, I don't know if y'all have been out to this side in like U.S., but we got some pretty weird uh, crap, like just weird history. You know, there's been a lot of uh, just uh, crazy like Indian wars way back and uh, just spooky, like, you know, a lot of spooky old colonial houses and like Victorian kind of stuff. But Oh, yeah. Mine, uh, my story that I got tonight is, uh, it's about 2012. It was like we were camping and, uh, I was up in, uh, this little mountain called Mount Warner and I was with my ex-girlfriend. We were up there camping on this little spot I had. And, uh, you want me to get right into the story or should I, you guys want to bullshit a little bit? I don't know what your protocol is usually. Oh, get right into yeah, it. We're, you've got us on the hook already. You had me camping. I'm, camping in the woods. We're already, yeah, we're what's ready. What's going on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so just, uh, so yeah, we're uh, we're up there. It was this weird spot. Now, the, the backdrop of this this area, it's like, uh, I've heard that, you know, it's a little mountain, and you, at one time, it was uh, kind of like the hub of this little local Indian village way back, you know, 1600s or so, there was uh, supposedly like two camps like on the south side there was like a uh, winter camp on the north side, there was like a summer camp so I'd heard, you know, and uh, so I'm up there in this campsite and you know, that's always like in the back of my mind and we're up there camping late night and you know, we're just chilling, it's just me and her we got like a little tarp tent and shit and like, we start to see I start to see something out in the distance, like about, and this is weird because, you know, you expect to see things in the sky, like weird lights, but I'm seeing this at like ground level. And it's like, at first I thought it was like fireflies, but I'm like, yeah, that's, that's odd. We're in like thick woods. Usually you see fireflies and fields, stuff like that around here. And this is like pretty thick timber. It's like up on the mountaintop where it kind of plateaus off. And we're seeing this like, it, it almost looked like fireflies going back and forth. I'm like, that's odd that they're up here. So I start to like just walk over. I'm like, oh, I want to check that out. That's weird. Looked like it was about maybe, I don't know, like 300 feet or so out into the wood, the brush there. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm starting to see that these aren't like fireflies. They're not like just drifting around. They're not blinking either. Like it almost looked like people standing there with uh, little LED lights. 
and just like little pinpoint lights, but not putting off like a big beam or anything like that, like an actual LED light. It was like they were out there. I guess single, yeah. What's that? Oh, I said like a, just a single like LED. Yeah, like a really dim one, almost like literally almost like the not even the brightness of like a Christmas light, or like just this little dim thing. Where I could vis- I could very visibly see them. They were distinct, and there was about like seven or eight of these things. They were all, and they were, the way they were moving, I suddenly realized, I'm like, that's no firefly. These things were moving as if they were like some sort of like person or something, like holding it. And I'm like, so I'm like, fuck, this is like fucking kids, like trying to mess with us or something. And I'm like, and I'm like, either that or it's like somebody trying to rob us or like fucking like murder us or something. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, so I'm like, I had my 22 rifle, and I'm just like, I'm looking out at these things. I grab the gun. I'm like. And I was like, who is that over there? No answer, nothing like that. So I'm like, fucking kids, like, Jesus Christ. So I'm like, hey, if there's somebody out there, if you don't tell me who you are, like, I'm going to, I was like, I'll start shooting at you guys. Like, just tell me who you are. I don't want any trouble or nothing. And like, I go, as soon as I say that, these things, like, I shit you not, like, and this is the thing, there, you know, it was at a distance where this, there's leaves, there's sticks, like, all over this forest floor. Like, if you're walking around in there, you're making some noise unless you're, like... You'd have to be literally hovering over the ground to not make noise. That's the only way. I mean, it's, like, thick, thick. And so I'm standing there, and I'm like, all right, well, there's somebody out there or something. Somebody's messing with us. I tell... As soon as I say, hey, just tell me who you are. Like, just, I don't want any trouble, but tell me who the hell you are. Right, well, I'm gonna shoot. Like, I don't know what the hell it is out there. And like, suddenly, as soon as I say that, they all like simultaneously just go off, almost like as if they were on like a single circuit or something. It wasn't like there was like oh, and they didn't turn and run. Like they just kept kind of moving back and forth for a while in this weird kind of like just almost like bobbing pattern, but not like as if somebody was like holding it in their hand. It was like as if they were just kind of like floating at it. Weird. I don't even know. They, they, they were definitely on the ground. Whatever like rocking it was, like back near and ground level, but then back and forth. Yeah, yeah. And then they just they stopped. Like it was as if they were shut off from like one switch. And then it was like they were there. And I'm trying to remember. This is a while back, but I think they they all shut off. And then like they started to come back on again. If I think I'm trying to remember if they came back on. I know they I, that one detail. I remember they all shut off as if they were on like one switch. So I was like, we were just standing there, and I'm like, she's behind me. She's like, what the hell is that? Like I'm just like, I don't know, but like, we're talking about, we're discussing, like, should we leave? Like, should we stay? What the hell should we do? So we just decided Run. to stay. I was like, I don't want to be walking through the woods like after that. <laughs> it was just the weirdest thing. Like yeah. I don't know. How long was the walk into the? Do you guys have any like, like? How long was the walk into the site? Like to you from your car to the site. Oh, it was a long. This is this was a a long walk in because you had to park way down on the road. It was about like easily like a mile up this trail up to the, the hilltop, and it's like you know it's pretty thick woods. It's like an old like logging trail that went up there, and it was like you uh yeah, there was no quick access. Like you would have had to walk through some dark path, and you know no no road anywhere nearby. It was like a mile to the road. Right, there was no easy exit. Like you had a put in the effort to get out of there yeah so like the like, quickest way would have been to literally barrel down like a this wooded hillside that was like almost like a 45 degree angle 
through like thick stuff. So you weren't, you know, that would have been like the quick way out, but you would have like gotten would've, like all hacked up just trying to get through the there. price for it for sure. Okay, so yeah. in, oh, yeah. in, in, I did, like, you know. in summary, so you, so you and your girlfriend, you're camping, you see like a string of lights yeah. bobbing up. Like, how, what's the distance guessing? It's hard to guess at nighttime, but like, if you had to make a guess. Like I was saying, I probably, I would say about like 300 feet, maybe less close, though. Like, close Pretty enough close. where I could tell there was something there. And, and right at ground level. So, what color was it? I'm thinking about is it. it, like it a, almost, is it a specific sorry, color or change colors or anything? Just like dim, like a dim white light. It was almost like an LED, mm. like similar to like if you're an LED light is like the battery is like dying right like a, Does it go like, yellowish color like, or like definitely like more like white like almost like blue white kind of like a, a, a like colder bluish. white light you know yeah weird like this turn off no sound it made me think of uh your that episode you guys had with freddie silva there where he's talking about like you know sometimes lights are seen growing across fields and it's like the orbs. I don't know if he mentioned it was like yeah like orbs like walking or something like that and that's why I couldn't I, I, I keep thinking about it. it always like haunts me I'm like was that like some sort of apparition was it like aliens I mean I know there had been like Indian villages right near there where was this again you said it was Massachusetts yeah Massachusetts a little place called uh, Mount Warner it's like in the Mount Connecticut Warner. River Valley kind of like western mass and then, so after it, after it disappeared, the lights disappeared, there was just no other issues. No footprints, no nothing in the woods after that, just gone. Yeah, nothing. Like, no, that's the thing. Like, I didn't hear, like, any noise after that, nothing. There was no other evidence of it, I don't think. And, like, I don't recall hearing anything else different. And this is the thing. When I, when I brought that gun, and I'm like, I'm going to shoot at you, whatever the hell you are. If you don't, like, tell me what you are. If it was kids, I would have expected to hear them, like, laughing or, like, just scattering off you know you would have thought like a, a disorganized like oh shit you got a gun kind of thing you know what I mean but there was nothing like that it was like this very like almost like militaristic style like all the lights off like at once in the same second it was so weird weird did everything they do was everything like all the movements was it all synchronized yeah like literally well when they were moving not so much they were kind of like going back and forth forward and away from each other like laterally but they were kind of like not really like um not really moving too fast kind of like slowly going back and forth it didn't seem like they were going farther away or closer to me it seemed like they were staying at a certain distance but moving almost like horizontally to my position so i would say it could have been ghosts could have been aliens there's also a type of fungus that yeah. grows in new england called bitter oyster mushrooms if you've ever heard of those they have lights on, like they have. They it's, a bio, it's a type of bioluminescent. It's, bioluminescent. Yeah. Yeah. it's a bioluminescent fungus. But so so color. Yeah, but doesn't. I wouldn't uh, think a mushroom would be able to like move like that, though. Yeah, the, I mean, but it wouldn't be if you said they grow in like a line. Like sometimes they grow like in a line, so it would kind of be like it could have been. I'm just saying this is one of the yeah, one no, of the it's good possible ex explanations. It's good to explore. Uh, you, you could put it at the bottom of the list. You can put aliens and ghosts on top. I don't care. But uh, <laughs> you could say that they like they just kind of pulse, so it gave it that kind of like that movement, that 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 illusion of movement, perhaps. And then they shut off, though. That's the weird. I wonder. Part. 
all together. I'm wondering if they're affected by just like the sound of the voice, like just like the echo. I don't know. Like I don't. I. I I'm not sure. I. Not 100%. I just know that there's a type of bioluminescent mushroom that grows there. Not sure what affects the the behavior or the uh, what triggers the luminescence uh, levels of luminescence on it. But I know that is yeah. a I don't know is a thing that grows there. Yeah, you hear which is pretty. It was pretty freaking cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a strange one. And if yeah, to witness that, just the two of you, it'd be fucking terrifying. No way out. No quick way out. Yeah. I'd be spooked either way. Like, yeah. I'm just, even if it was glowing fungus, like, that's still. Oh yeah, that's still pretty spooky. This, this valley definitely. <laughs> uh, that valley has like some old school like spooky shit too. I mean, you hear about people talking about, you know, seeing like I've heard people talk about older people talk about seeing Indian ghosts like walking on the edges of fields and stuff. I mean, I've just been told this. I haven't had a lot of other like supernatural kind of shit that I've seen in that particular location, but it's definitely, it's, it's a very like, uh, there's a haunted history in this area for sure. Western math. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of history there. So a lot of, a lot of chance for yeah. new England's really good at retaining legends and, and stuff like that. They're, they're pretty good at that. A lot of super, oh, yeah. supernatural horrors in that area. They say, uh, King Philip's war in Massachusetts was yeah. like, Per capita, like I think it still is like considered the bloodiest like war yeah. per capita in all of like US history on American soil. It's like insane. Like there's so many there was so much uh back and forth fighting between the settlers there and the tribes. Yeah, that's part of the Bridgewater Triangle legend, if I'm correct. Was oh, that where that is? Oh, yeah? yeah. It's in Massachusetts. I don't know. Are are you familiar with the Bridgewater Triangle? Bridgewater Triangle. I know Bridgewater. I mean, I got like relatives out that way, but I never heard yeah. of this. I'll have to look into that. It's cool. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think we did. I, we might have done. We did. Did we do? We did. I think we've done we case file on it. So it's like, yeah. So King Philip's War is is part of that legend. Like the Bridgewater Triangle. There's a couple documentaries on it. Um, it's, a, it's a crazy place. A couple of spots that seem to have a high uh, high, high occurrence of high supernatural activity. Definitely. All right, brother, we got to keep the lines rolling, but we appreciate you calling in and telling that that's a, that's a terrifying one. It's cool. Oh, thank you. I'm just, I, I love the show. You guys, like, you know, you're great. You keep me entertained and just thinking all the time at work while I'm packaging up weed gummies and stuff. So <laughs> nice. It's, uh, that can be a spring task sometimes, but you keep it interesting. Hey, it's the least we could do. Hey, glad we can help. Hey, appreciate it. All right, have a good night. Have a good night, guys. Bye. You too. Remember that person who called about the like the people outside their tent uh, and then oh ran yeah. away in the dark? It's fucking right? horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, terrifying. It's, that's that's kind the of part of me that, that doesn't like, like camping because it was like there is literally just yeah. a, a, a thin sheet of like polyester it's or whatever, like Gore-Tex <laughs> between you and whatever's outside. And in death. death. Yes. Yeah. A yes. terrible death. Horrible, horrible death by Wendigas. <laughs> Possibly. Let's bring another caller on. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hello? Hello, you're on Cosmic Channels. Am I on? Are you guys, can you guys hear me? It's Thomas. It's, hey, Thomas. Where are you calling from? Holy shit, I'm on. Man, I'm so excited to be talking to you guys. I love your show. Listen to every episode. Cheers. Oh, man. Sorry. I'm like oh. nerding out right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're nobody, so don't worry about it. I mean, 
We listen to every single episode too. Yeah. <laughs> listen back to our own voices. A bunch of dummies. Yeah. Oh, that, no, that's cool. That's cool. Hey, um, I, man, I wanted to call in and tell you guys about an alien abduction story that I had. Oh, you're in the right place. I, I was hoping so. I've been wanting to call, but I've been like, uh, you know, chicken shit about calling you guys the whole time. Well, you're on, you're on no now, need, so let's hear it. All right, so um, I'm a, I am live in a little town outside oh, okay. of El Paso, Texas, oh, yeah. right? You're on now, so let's hear it. Oh, make sure you turn down your live stream, and, um, the volume on your live stream. You can hear it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, sorry, I'm turning, I'm turning it down right now. Okay. Um, sorry, I had you guys playing on the, on the Xbox and uh, trying to call in at the same time. <laughs> nice. Um, so this happened when I was younger. I want to say I was like eight or nine. I'm not exactly sure. But maybe since you guys play video games, maybe you guys can help me out. Because I do remember what I was playing the night that this happened. And I want to say it was on a Super Nintendo, but it was like Saturday night, like Slam Masters. It was like a wrestling game. I, I used to game. be a huge wrestling fan, like, just like you guys are. Dan, you guys Dan know what I'm talking about? Dan remembers. I remember that game. Yep. Like, I used to play the like, guy who did like, like the little like fireball spin. Like finishers, move. right? Yeah. They had like ridiculous yeah. finishers, right? <laughs> you could like jump outside the ring and pick up the bucket and like throw it at the head. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, yes. I remember that game. That was, my favorite. <laughs> that was probably my favorite. Oh, I also remember. It, is that what it's called? Because I've been trying to figure out what that game was called and I could not Saturday figure it out. Saturday Night Slam Masters. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, you, you, yeah and, that's uh, exactly it. And I remember I, I was the playing Mexican this game in my room. Luchador guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember I was playing this game in my room way past my bedtime. And um, I heard my parents coming down the hallway, right? And I'm like, oh, shit. And I turn off the TV and I go and lay in bed. And from my room, I can tell when they're in the kitchen, right? So I see the light turn on and the, the light glows into my room. And I hear them talking, they get some food, whatever. I'm trying to like pretend like I'm asleep, right? Cause I'm not supposed to be up. And um, they finally turn off the room, turn off the light and they go back to their room. And I'm like sitting in the dark, just like waiting. And this is like way past my bedtime when I'm like, not, I don't know, eight, nine, maybe 10 years old, whenever that game came out. And um, I'm waiting, waiting, waiting for the all clear to when I can turn it back on, right? And as I turn it back on, or no, I don't even turn it back on, but I see like they left a, there's like a nightlight in the kitchen, right? And it kind of leaves a soft glow coming into my room. And um, as I'm waiting for them to leave, I see like a shadow coming down the hallway through my room, right? Like in my room, I can't see out the hallway, but I can see a shadow like if someone's coming down the hallway towards my room. And so of course I pretend to be asleep. And as I pretend to be asleep, I don't actually hear the, the heaviness of my parents' footsteps like I normally do to know that either I got to pretend to be asleep or it's time to get up, like when I don't want to get up in the mornings. But um, as they come, I pretend to be asleep. And when they should have been in my room by that time, there was nobody there. And I slightly opened my eyes and I can't see anything because it is dark, right? And I was just watching TV. So my eyes are still adjusting to the dark and I can't see nothing. But oh, as I'm standing there or as I'm laying in bed, I, I can see the silhouette of a figure. And it's kind of like, I don't want to say like the predator, 
like where you can see his silhouette, like but you can one. see through him, right? Oh, he's got the sure. cam active camo was, on. Yeah, kind of like camo, but it wasn't like that. It was like staticky, like yellowy static. And I can see through him, but I can see that he's standing there in front of me. And from behind him, it looks like he blobs into like two other ones or, or like two other ones step out from behind him. You know, and at this time, I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I want to scream and yell out for my parents like, whoa, like what's going on? Right. And I'm trying to scream and I cannot make a noise. And I'm Jeez. trying to scream. I'm trying to move. I'm trying to struggle. I'm trying to get up out of my bed. And it's like I'm locked in place. Everything in my body, all my muscles and everything are just frozen. And oh. I cannot move. Fro paralyzed. And Yeah, it was like I was paralyzed. And as they inch towards closer to my bed, I see them hover and like lean up over me. And as that happens, I can, you know how like when you're laying on a bed, you know you're laying on your bed, right? Because you feel the pressure on your back from the bed. I feel that release, like if I was being lifted up off the bed. Oh, no. And from like from that point forward, I like, I like if I was being levitated up off the bed, equally all pressure relief from my body as I'm being lifted from the bed. The next thing I remember, guys, I shit you not. Like, I don't remember anything that happened from that point forward. But the next thing that I remember is me falling from my bed. Like if my parents had picked me up and like dropped me onto my bed. Right. And with that same, as soon as my bed hit the, the, the bed, as soon, I'm sorry. As soon as my body hit the bed, I like bounced out of the bed. I don't know if you guys ever done that as a kid, when you like jump into the bed and use that same momentum to throw yourself up out of the bed. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, uh, as soon as that pressure, like I felt that pressure, like I bounced up off the bed and then I ran to my parents' room and they're like on the other side of the house. Right. And so when I go over and this is a crazy thing, cause it, I like, I know it was about two or three in the morning. And, um, when this first happened and when I go freaking out, like to my parents' bedroom and I open their door, and I look into the room to like, I'm trying, still trying to be quiet, right? Like, cause I know they'll still get mad at me if I wake them up. But like, as I peer into their door, their room is already lit up with like morning light. Like it's already like six, five thirty, six in the morning. You know what I mean? Like lights already coming into the house. Yeah. There was like, like two or three hours and I had no idea what to do, you know? And like from that point forward, like I just, I just froze and I was like, oh my God, you know? And the weirdest thing is I could not explain why I wasn't able to call out during that time. Cause I remember just sitting there in bed waiting like for my parents to come help me, you know? And I'm trying to scream and the, the movements and the moment and the stress and everything I'm screaming out, just nothing coming out. Like I was in some oh. sort of vacuumous void. So you see this like predator looking alien, kind of yellowy. You can see through it. It splits, <laughs> seems like two or three split out of, off of it. You're paralyzed. You have missing time. You wake up when you fall back, feel like you fall on your bed. And it's now in the morning. So three hours are gone. Yeah. 
No, like, did you have any physical marks? Like, anything that seemed out of the ordinary? Uh, you know, man, I didn't, I didn't like check myself for marks because that wasn't something that I was looking at. Like, again, when this happened, I might have been like eight or nine years old whenever that game came out, you know? Right. But it's something that I've always held on to. Like, what the hell happened that night? Yeah, dude, that's, uh, that's wild. No, but no, like, and, no nightmares that occurred after that. Nothing like that would signal like a traumatic event uh, or anything. No, no nightmares other than like I have like, like relive that and like in my thoughts and I can still see it like as it's happening, especially when I go back to my parents' house and visit and stuff and I'm in my old room and like I'll sleep in that room sometimes when I'm staying over and I'll be like, man, this reminds me of that time this thing happened to me, you know? That's so weird. How old are you now? Now uh, I'm about 34. So you 34, 35, I so think. That's <laughs> This one event's lived with you your whole life. Yeah, and it's happened like eight, it. nine years old. Ha and Have you I ever just been curious to like maybe do hypnotic reg regression or anything like that? Um, you know, I've heard you guys talking a lot about it. And from from what Dan says, I'm like, man, I don't know if I want to I want to go through that whole thing and have just someone lead me through the answers that i'm looking for you right. know what i mean yeah, yeah. no it's that's fair that's good. a very va fair and valid point that's <laughs> couldn't have said it better th than dan himself um but i wonder if there is some sort of like meditation or something where you could you know work on trying to unlock some more of those memories because it would be i mean i i it's not me so how troubling those memories might be they they might be better off locked away right but it's it's one of those things where it's you know i'm, I'm so intrigued i'm like what happened in that missing time like where where did you go can you can you remember like those are things that i'm like i guess i as an outsider want to know I mean, I've had, yeah, me I mean, too. it sounds really it like. similar like was, to... And that's what it felt like during the whole situation. Like if I was an outsider watching that happen to myself. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it sounds very similar. I mean, sounds, <laughs> a couple months ago, I had a, I had a case. I didn't tell, I, I haven't told, we haven't talked about it because I really felt like talking about it. But I had a case, I had a pretty, I had a pretty wild case of sleep paralysis. <laughs> Like a couple months ago, and this kind of reminds me of it. Um, are we calling the cops on Dan here? Is you should. That what's I mean, we, I had. I'm saying I was a dream of sleep paralysis. <laughs> I don't know, but I I literally had the like girl from the ring like crawling up from the 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 foot of my bed, and uh, I remember struggling to move, and I couldn't move, and, and just. I, I ended up kicking her in the it. face though. That's the weird thing. Cause like I got enough to like move my foot to like kick her in the face. And then I tried to apologize and I, I couldn't get, I, was, I, I remember vividly. It, it feels like I was trying to say the word sorry, but I couldn't get it out of my mouth. Like I just mumbling it. And then when the sleep paralysis finally ended, like I yelled it, like I yelled, it's like, sorry, like, I'm sorry. It's really he yelled sorry um, to the demonic so. figure trying to grab you off your bed. Sorry. I mean, I just, I when you went to go kick her in the face, when you went to go kick her in the face, I have experience with like, yeah, with the sleep paralysis. So I've, I've, I've done the thing where it's kind of like you, you really isolate parts, parts of your body that you want to move. Like you kind of have to really concentrate. It's very kill bill. It's very like move your big toe. 
you know, and you have to struggle, you have to struggle to, to do something. But I managed to like get my foot up and kind of like, it was like a late, it was kind of like, like I, you know, like your, your foot's asleep. That's what it really was kind of like, and, uh, kind of kicked her in the face. And then she kind of, I don't, I don't, there was some sort of sentiment in her face that made me feel like I feel really bad for doing it for some reason. And I was trying to say, I was sorry. I just really remember that. And that was just a couple months ago. So Dan's saying that perhaps it was sleep paralysis what you experienced. Uh, No, see, that's the thing. I have never in my life had anything close to sleep paralysis. I'm a pretty heavy sleeper. And the only thing is sometimes I have a hard time going to bed. Like it'll take me forever to like actually like shut everything off in my brain and go to bed. But nothing like sleep paralysis where I've ever like been stuck in bed and couldn't get up and don't, didn't know why. This is the only time it's yeah. ever happened to me. It's, I mean, it's not something that happens like regularly to some people. Like some people only have one experience with it. I just happen to have it more often than some people. But, but the, some people the have difference, only had one difference time. for that is though is you woke up and seen this. He was fake sleeping and thought it was his parents and then as an alien. Right? You you weren't at, you didn't actually yeah, wake and up and were paralyzed. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't make out any like facial features or facial structure other than like some sort of like humanoid type shape coming closer to me as it came up, you know? And as it started lifting me off the bed, like that was the last thing I remember was trying to scream. And the next thing I knew I was being dropped back on the bed. Dude, that's a, that's a wild tale. Like, I don't know what else to say. I don't know. It's hard to tell what it was. But the fact that you have like li- relived that moment all the time, especially when you're like reintroduced to that environment, some traumatic stress. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's like, like I live in a little town outside of El Paso, Texas, right? And I'm like maybe a mile or two from the border from Mexico, and so it's not unusual. For like when I was growing up, to have like border patrol like in our backyard, basically. Like we got some farmland and stuff, but like there used to be like helicopters mm-hmm. and stuff and you know, um, dirt bikes, border patrol equipment in our yard, like all the time. Like there was this time, like they were trying to get people. I, I don't know. It could be the Kukui. It could be like Yorona. I don't know. You know, cause that's pretty oh, popular around these areas. <laughs> but, uh, I just wanted to tell my story guys. I don't want to take up too much of your time, oh, but, uh, great. I just want to tell you guys, I love your show. Hey, um, all your episodes, I listen to you guys constantly. And Andrew, you blew my mind the other day on the Fermi Paradox when you were telling that story about Central Park. Oh my God, that scared me so oh. bad. That's the most scared I've ever been <laughs> listening was, to your show. That was good. <laughs> That's funny. Awesome, man. Hey, we, we appreciate the call. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for the words of support. We appreciate it. All right, you guys, keep it up. Love you guys' show. Hopefully, um, I get to see you guys sometime in a live event. Hey, we're, how far is El Paso from Austin? Uh, from Austin, uh, about nine hours, maybe 10. Well, that's a long drive, but we'll be in Austin March 4th and 5th. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm hoping I have the funds to go down and see you guys, but it, it is a drive. It is, oh, yeah. it is a, it's some, it's some yeah. time. Don't, don't exhaust funds you don't have, but if you, uh, if yeah, you, there'll be, there'll be more times. There'll we'll, be more we'll, events We'll be back in the another time. All right, brother. Have a good night. All right. You guys have a good night too. Bye. Take care. Peace. It's a good one. That's a good one. Like this stays with you your whole life. I really thought Zell was gonna (laughs) was yeah. It's that was an awesome game. What was the gun? One guy's like Kirk Slamovich or something. 
I can't remember. Dirk I always used Slavich to play the luchador guy. I just remember he had like a spinny move that like he so fucking. There's a big spun. Russian guy. That's pretty. I awesome. thought Zell was gonna kick you off the call halfway through your sleep paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> Just remove you. Yeah. Dan's out. Yeah. Yeah. Dan's yeah. out. <laughs> He's like, the rules are rules. Yeah, I just, yeah. Play, Play, the rules. Play by the rules. <laughs> All right, one more call for this episode of Cosmic Channels. Hello. Hey. Cosmic. Let hey. me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you What's something. This is the only theoretic of the year and vinyl. Hey. It's Burmeister. What's so going on? Burmeister, how are you guys doing? Good oh, man, how are you? Doing good. Prepping uh, for good. Austin, getting ready next week, huh? Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good weekend for oh, sure. It's gonna be a fucking blast. I've got all my denim yeah. laid out, <laughs> freshly pressed. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, cowboy boots polished up. Great, you guys. Yeah, it's gonna and, be. It's gonna be great. Uh, maybe I can tell my cynic story at uh, midnight. We'll see. Depends <laughs> how drunk you get me. Uh, I have a uh, story. It's it's actually a Wisconsin mongoose story. If you'd oh. like to hear it, it uh, actually happened last week. Let's hear it. Uh, so this wasn't me. It was a friend of a friend is what I say on these things. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do, you want me to read it in, like, do you want me to read it in Dan's intro voice? Or uh, I can However, read it as that guy from uh, Unsolved Mysteries and just really creep hey, everybody man, out. This is your time to shine. You do what's best, you think. All right. It was a brisk winter day in Wisconsin. That's my Dan, by the way. Um, Yeah, so an officer uh, was making his rounds to a local park in Wisconsin and saw something that didn't quite seem right, right? Now, this wasn't me. This uh, happened to a friend of of mine, and I caught wind of it. Uh, As he got closer, he realized that what he saw was the bodies of two individuals hunched over. And Mm -hmm. uh, he called the Wisconsin mongoose to come out to the scene and investigate uh, emergency services, that is. Uh, flashback to earlier in the day. This is kind of like a uh, M. Night Shyamalan story. So there's a twist. <laughs> so here's the earlier the in the day time. part. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> so flashback earlier in the day, the couple in question, uh, they spent the day with their closest family and friends celebrating the matriarch of the family's 81st birthday. Uh, very good occasion. Uh, the family leaves, says goodbye after a long day of fun, food, and uh, excitement. And the couple decides that after the family left, they would head to their local park where they like to frequent, and that's where they met their ends. Uh, the twist of this story, the husband of 85 years of age was just diagnosed with an aggressive terminal cancer, and his wife of 81 years old, the matriarch gal, who was birthday, uh, was unknown to most, also just diagnosed with a terminal cancer. They had very similar uh, diagnosis. And instead so of going through the pain of like a female, sweet notebook ending here, or what? Yeah, yeah. Romeo and Romeo and Juliet notebook. Instead of going through that, uh, <laughs> instead of going through that sweet pain of watching, uh, you know, the sadness of losing each other and watching each other slowly die, and they've been married for like seventy-five. You don't want seventy-five years. That'd be weird. It'll be like five. <laughs> um, they've been married for a long time. Let's yeah, so some um, amount of math they've been married for. Yeah, <laughs> I can't math right now. I've had a couple of Bacardi's, man. I'm pre-gaming for Austin, but nice. anyway. Uh, yeah, so they chose to celebrate their birthday uh, with their kids and grandkids, uh, you know, have a special day They go to their favorite park and then go out on their own terms. Kind of like, you know, well, I guess Roman and Juliet didn't really go out on their own okay. terms, but it's kind of, 
Let's Let's throw a little fentanyl story. and chase the dragon on the way out. Go with a smile on your uh, face. I mean, you'd think so. He was ex-military, so uh, it was uh, it was a gunshot, and they did the whole put their heads together and you know one one shot, Jesus. boom. And uh, yeah, it happens. It's risky weeks. when you're seventy-something years old. You don't have steady hands. You might just end up taking the front of your face off, and you can survive that. Yeah, like that guy from the zombie South Park episode who just like can't seem to die. That'd be terrible. Uh, but yeah, the lady in question, uh, that was one of my elementary school teachers and she was, uh, one of my third grade teachers. And yeah, so their uh, her family wrote a whole like obituary for them. And because, you know, obviously everyone was going to find out what was going to happen, you know, what happened and that was them. And they, they did this whole eclectic, uh, spin on it. Like, Hey man, they loved each other. They didn't want to fuck around with cancer and there you go. So it's kind of a cool manga story. I mean, it wasn't really a manga story, but I mean, it was, it was a cool little twist, but it actually happened uh, about a week ago to uh, my third grade teacher. So, wow. RIP. 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 Yeah. yeah. I mean, shitty, Looking but forward I mean, to uh, slugging some of... drinks with you guys uh, in a couple in a couple days here. Yeah, Burmeister, thanks for the call. We'll uh, we'll see you this weekend. Yeah, see you in Austin, yeah. Texas. Hopefully, we got a good turnout here. It's going to be, be a time. Gonna be a good yeah, time. If Russia doesn't invade Texas, we'll be all right. Because I've been sent <laughs> to send, send the message. God bless Texas. You know. All right, man. Appreciate the call. <laughs> all right, we'll, later, guys. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Bye. Later. We're fine there. We have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> diplomatic immunity. Diplomatic immunity. Yeah, we arra- <laughs> we arranged our coming to Texas uh, with the governor. What's his name? Um, Abbott. Abbott. Cruz, yeah, we isn't? Oh. yeah we told him to give a special treatment. Yeah. We asked for. We said. We said we'd stop saying he's the Zodiac killer <laughs> for diplomatic immunity. We we get off his. We get off. Yeah, the trail. He's not there right now. Anyways, it's cold. Doesn't didn't he leave last yeah. time? Texas yeah. had a cold snap. Yeah. Didn't he run away to Mexico? Oh, didn't, or something? Oh, didn't he run Cancun's away and pretend shit. he was mm-hmm. did a coronavirus concert? But he was oh, in. Like, no, he went yeah. to Cancun because his daughters, his daughters really wanted. wanted to go, or they had a trip. He threw his daughters into the bus. There was a big. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter's <laughs> fault. I, I didn't want to go. Oh, my daughter's I, really I knew, wanted to go. So I knew it was going to be a, against the rules, and I knew people, the public, would get mad at me. But my daughters really wanted to go, so I should have went. You yeah. are a piece of shit. And they left their dog at home too. I think I believe. Really? Yeah, I'm sure they have housekeepers, some to take care of their dog, but. Mm. The, he's a fucking senator, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I can't so wait. Texas. I'm not bringing. We'll be in Austin, home. Texas, March fourth and fifth. If you don't know, now you know. You can find all the information on the Facebook page where we're going to be, what we're going to be doing. If you're in the area, we'd love to see you. But that's it for this episode of Cosmic Channels. Next recording will be March thirteenth, same time, same cosmic place. Cosmic Channels is brought to you by Big Theory Productions. The Cosmic Channels are now closed.